time you get me with that goddamn shit. <laughs> Every time. I need your help with something. Can you help me with something? Would you help me with something? You need, I need my help. help with something. Yes, I need your help. Your specific, now, your help. With how something. the worm has turned. <laughs> sure. Yeah, let's turn the worm, baby. Okay, good. Because uh, there's this thing I keep like sort of hearing in my head, a voice in my head. <laughs> oh, I don't know that I'm the right person to help you with this. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't figure out what it is or where it's from. Uh, and I think I hope that you'll you'll know you remember it and you'll know what it is. Well, let's try it, baby. Okay, so Lay it on me. It's it's I hear Al Pacino. All right, <laughs> and it's actually more specifically it's your impression of Al Pacino <laughs> in my head. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Saying something like this. <clears throat> Big ones, little ones, <laughs> round ones. And I can't remember what that's from. Do you yeah, know what that is? that's the son of a woman. Okay. <laughs> he's in the limo. He's talking about breasts. <laughs> yes. Or maybe he's on the airplane. It's either the limo or the airplane. And he's like, big ones, little ones. Mm. <laughs> like... Uh, kudos to him for not not Al, but the character Sergeant the Sarge uh-huh. for having no preference. <laughs> he, you know, he's yes. right in there. With, whatever you're coming with, he's okay with. I agree with that 100. percent You do? I do. Yeah, I'm not right. I'm not choosy. Choosy, choosy moms choose Jif, but I'm okay <laughs> with whatever. You know, I mean, <laughs> choosy dudes choose. C cups, <laughs> is that is that kind of the that's, thing? Yeah, that's kind of the thing. Yeah, yeah. I I don't. Yeah, I mean, no. I've uh, yeah. The breadth, the length and breadth of them all. I'm I'm on board. One hundred percent. I mean, what's not to like? Let's let's face it. I love that that played in your head and you couldn't you couldn't pull where it was from. No, I couldn't at all. I, I, that's and I, fantastic. And I feel like you and I around the apartment when we were younger used to go around talking about other things like, you know, look at that bowl of Starburst. Cherry oh wands, <laughs> strawberry <laughs> wands, lemon all wands. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Constantly. I was always saying big ones, little ones. Because <laughs> it really does fit with anything. Like anything. Yeah, that you can be talking about anything. It's a true. group of anything and you can describe it, you know, in, in that way. And I love well, that. Well, look at it. me helping you. Thank you for helping me. I feel I feel very helped. I'm, I'm so relieved that it wasn't like just something I made up in my head. Yeah, like a fever dream. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, what was he talking about? <laughs> and you'll never know, and it drives you mad. Exactly. I yeah, thought it had something to do with women's body parts, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, nine out of ten times, that's going to be the case. <laughs> <laughs> something you and I were talking about. <laughs> I guess that's true. But yeah, thank you very much. And welcome, everyone. To Glengarry, Glen Ross Infinite. The Glengarry, Glen Ross Infinite Podcast. Your source for big wands, little wands, all kind of wands. <laughs> A better way to not have breast preferences. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually the best way to not have breast preferences. Yeah, there's not a good way to have breast preferences, I don't think. 
I mean, I look if you look if you like big walls. <laughs> I'm not gonna, you know, that's your. Pre- I'm not gonna judge you for that. True, I can understand that. Like, I can see why. You know, it's like like you know, more chocolate cake is not a bad thing, right? I mean, exactly. It's like, yeah, exactly. Okay, it's it's animal. It's like those can feed my kids. <laughs> like that's where that's where that comes from. Right. Exactly. You yeah. know, yeah. those hips will bear my children. Those breasts will feed my chillins. Right. Right, exactly. We you know, it's all it. it's all just leftover stuff. It's all vestigial genetic nonsense. That's right. But I don't want to have kids, <laughs> and so you don't have to feed them. <laughs> Come with your small titties. It's fine with me. <laughs> They're for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then you don't have to worry about keeping the species alive or anything like that. No, They're, in fact, quite the opposite. They're just for funsies. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, for my enjoyment only. That's right. <laughs> right. That's absolutely right. Absolutely right. Well, I got something for you, buddy. You do? Before we break it down. What is it? You know, I, I, I kept waiting for you. I kept waiting for you <laughs> and waiting for you to come with another movie theme game theme night. No, I, I bet I have one. But you don't. I do. You do? I do. Well, I got one, too. Oh, good. This is perfect. So we can each yeah. have one. We can each have one. Who's going first? <laughs> right, well, you brought it up, so you should go first. All right. All right. All right. You got your popcorn? <laughs> you got your golden flavoring. Yes. Right? Yep. You got a little on the side for dipping? <laughs> I know how you like to dip. <laughs> you got your feet up. You got your flannel PJs on. <laughs> I do. That's right? That's okay. right. That's right. And here's what I show you. Okay. I show you Sweeney Todd, oh. the demon barber of Fleet Street. Okay. Right? That's the new one, by yes. the way, in case you're wondering. Well, it's the only film, No, No film filmed version. version, no PBS nonsense. Right, this is right. the, the Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Les Miserables. Okay. Okay. Same thing, right? Right. No, uh, no PBS bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, the coup de gras. Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues. Oh, man. Now there's a curveball. Yeah, curve that's ball. the curveball, baby. That's the curveball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Okay. This is easy. Oh. This is so easy. Guy hits the curveball. It's, it's about all three movies have prosthetic facial hair. <laughs> right? Right, we're talking about a Ron I mean, Burgundy, big man, big mustache, and everything, you know. And it's probably true, although I don't know about Les Misérables. Well, they had mutton chops on uh, on on Russell Crowe there, you know, big old. You don't think those are his? Come on, you come on, <laughs> guys. He's got the he's visceral. He just like you know, he just like flexes his face. Vascular, and, yeah. He he's his he's face Mr. Mutton Chops. Mutton chops just grow out spontaneously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. You want them longer? <laughs> a little longer? Oh, a little shorter? Well, that's going to take some time. Actually, no. Just get some scissors. We're good. Yeah, just snip them off. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, it's not that. Okay, okay. So it's okay. not that, but great guess. Great oh, thank guess. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh, man. Okay, Sweeney Todd. The uh, Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Demon Barber of Les Miserables. Les Miserables. <laughs> and uh, Anchorman 2, which I've never seen. I, you know, I'm going to be... I've never, I've never seen the entirety of any of these three movies. I, I'm not surprised in any way. No, I, I, I really bailed on the Sweeney Todd because it just did not. After about 20 minutes, it was so unawe-inspiring. I was like, I'm out. 
I mean, yeah, it, there are there are moments, there are moments throughout. Like, there, if you had stayed tuned, you'd have been like, "Well, that wasn't so bad," but overall, yeah. not great. Rickman as the judge, really, I love the casting. You know what I mean? Sure, but sure. Uh, anyway. Well, let me let me zero you in a little bit on okay. the casting since you mentioned oh. it. That's what you're going to want to focus okay, on. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, 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 okay. Give me the shit. Uh, let's see. Okay, so Sweeney Todd. You got your, you got your Johnny Depp. You got your Helena Bottom Carter. Uh, you, uh, 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 okay, in Les Miserables, you had your in all three movies. This this gentleman, he's in and he's out. He steals the scenes uh, and then he's gone. Oh man, he's in and he's out. He's not none of the stars of any of the films, but very memorable in each of them. If you ask me, is it Sasha Baron Cohen? It is Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nicely done, buddy. Thank you. Wow. Speaking yeah. of Sasha Baron Cohen, I just watched the the two new Sasha Baron Cohen projects that are out on the streaming services right now. Yes. I watched The Trial of Chicago 7 just last night. What'd you think? Phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Loved it. Yeah. Loved everything about it. Yeah, it's really good. Every American should watch it. It's so relevant right now. It's just really good. I agree. I agree. And I think, uh, if I may, I Sorkin... Is usurping Mammoth on the leaderboard for me? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? Exactly. Yeah, I got an empty spot at the top of my writer fandom list. <laughs> Aaron, come on in, buddy. <laughs> I like it. The guy's all hopped up on speed and fetamins. <laughs> I love this guy. Yeah, he, and he, he clearly learned a lot from Rob Reiner uh, when they were doing um, A Few Good Men. A Few Good Men, yeah, yeah. Very very similar directorial styles. Exactly, there. yeah, for the courtroom scenes and stuff. Yeah, definitely Absolutely, yep. yeah. But yeah, really great. Mark Rylance, of course. I mean, you got no argument I mean, let, no can, argument we talk, can we talk about it? Can we talk about Please, it? Please, let's. Can we talk about it? So the whole time I'm watching this guy, <laughs> just last night, he played Kunstler, right? Yeah, that's the, right. The, the famous attorney, <laughs> Kunstler. Unfortunately named uh, Kunstler. <laughs> unfortunately named Kunstler. Um, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm, you're in the back of my head with the greatest living uh, actor, and I'm just like, you know, he might be right. <laughs> the guy's fucking fantastic. He is. He's he's really good. I mean, he really underplays this this particular role. Uh, which in the best does. possible way. Yeah, exactly. But he saves the. But he, it's, it's like this is such a good ensemble movie. Like everybody gets their moment, kind of, you know. And he right. really like saves it up until he gets his moment. Well, it's yeah, it's that it's that old acting technique that we were all taught. Like it, you, it, if you start here, there's nowhere to go. Right. So he starts here, and then when he when he spoiler when he s- slams the book on the on the desk in the courtroom scene, it's like oh my god. <laughs> Right, but it's because he started so low key and so chill, and it just man, he's man. Yeah, he's terrific. He's great. Yeah, he is great. The whole cast so is great. great. That that movie, I mean, y- you know, it's one of those ones where stars keep popping up in your face, you know, all right. over the place, uh, right, right up until almost the, the end. And uh, they're all great. I mean, it's really just terrific. Uh, yeah, terrific I thought ensemble I thought Sasha Baron Cohen in particular was phenomenal in a role that has typically become cartoonish. For most people, when they play it, right, really brought like a an actual humanity to Abby Hoffman. It was f- just really great for it, and and Abby Hoffman's like a personal hero, 
So like, you know, I was happy that he was so well represented. Yeah, yeah. That's it's a yeah. great movie. And Borat yeah. too, if you haven't seen that yet, I highly recommend no, it. No, yeah, yeah. It's on my list for sure. It is great. You're really gonna love it. The woman yeah, who plays his daughter is just That's what I keep fantastic. hearing. Yeah. I hear it's all over the internet how great uh, she is. She really is. She's just a, amazing. I I won't say any more until you watch it because I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil anything. And then we'll, well, we'll reconnect. All right. <laughs> all right, it's your turn now. Yeah. Are you ready? Well, I mean, set the scene for me. Okay, okay. You've got your Twizzlers. Do I got, do I got my Twizzlers? You're in your comfy shorts. <laughs> yummy. <laughs> the shorts or the That's, Twizzlers? I mean, me in my comfy shorts <laughs> is very yummy. If you haven't seen it. <laughs> you've got your feet up. They are up. You're in your comfy chair. You're watching your, your new 50-inch TV. Brand spanking new. Brand spanking new. I can't wait. What are we watching, buddy? You are watching the following films. All right. I'm going to give you three, and if you don't get it, I'm going to give you a fourth. Oh, there's a... Oh, okay. To, Great. To try little to wrinkle. put it over the top. Little so, wrinkle. I like it. Triple, perhaps quadruple feature. And you're going to watch All the President's Men. Love it. The Verdict. Love it. And The Insider. The one with uh, with Al Pacino and Russell Crowe. The Russell Crowe and Al Pacino 60 yeah. Minutes thing. That's yeah. right, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it, I, we got like, we have like, uh, like corruption is a, is a theme throughout. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, am I on the right track there? Should I focus uh, in on that I'm a little bit? I'm going to focus you in instead, like you did for me, on the cast. Oh, on the cast. I'm give you the cast. And again, it's All the President's Men, The Verdict, All the President's Men. and The Insider. And The Insider. What do those three, or who do those who three movies do those have three in common? Having, yeah. So, I mean, it's obviously not Hoffman or Red Face. No. What's that guy's name? Redford. Robert Redford. Redford, right. President Redford. <laughs> <laughs> President Leatherface. <laughs> um, he is super leathery. Just like I mean, I tell you what, <laughs> if I ever want to go have a football catch, I'm going to use Robert Redford's face. <laughs> that thing is crazy leathery right now. <laughs> I've never seen a face so leathery. And this guy looked like Brad Pitt in the 70s. Like he was gorgeous. <laughs> right? That's absolutely right. <laughs> uh, I guess too much time in that California sun, eh? That'll do it to you. See, but I don't. I can't remember who else was in all the president's men. Like I can't remember another single person. Yeah, let's let's focus in on a couple. Which really of handcuffs else me then. here. Um, think about the verdict. I I mean, do I ever stop thinking about the verdict? <laughs> I hope not. No one should. <laughs> uh, I can I get the fourth one? Sure. Yeah, that's good. Is okay, it, this yeah. this will maybe give it to you. And the fourth okay. one is House yeah. of Games. Oh, David Mamet's House of Games. Sure, sure, sure. Wow, this is this is fantastic. <laughs> it seems like I should know it, and yet I'm coming up empty. Wow, think about House of Games. That's the one that's going to put you over the top. Sure, sure. But all I all I can go is Montaigne. Come on, that. you got to go deeper than Montaigne. I, I mean, I'd love to go deeper than that. <laughs> you only have I'm to just go. Saying, I, you only have to go one deeper than Montaigne, <laughs> and you've got it. <laughs> but that's Lindsay Krause. Bingo. That's yeah, it. Really? Yes. I didn't know she was in all those. She is in all of those movies. That's crazy. Yeah, she has a very small part in All the President's Men. Right. You're right. It'd have to be. And you see her. She's super young. 
it's really cool to see her uh, like at that age. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then in the verdict, of course, she's the surprise witness. Uh, in the insider, she plays uh, oh, right, the wife. Right. I forgot about uh, the f- yeah, Al's, Al's wife, right. right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, of course, House of Games. She's the uh, quote unquote brilliant um, the, psychiatrist the who gets fooled by a simple ruse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a good one, buddy. Oh, gracias. No, I like you. Kept it in the world. You stumped me. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's good. All right. Hey, Lindsay Krause, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should have her on the show sometime to tell us how awful a person David Mamet is. You know what? Who, Boy, I would listen. Who would know better? I'd have my chin rested on my folded hands. Just <laughs> just lay it on me, Lindsay. Just, I'd be lapping it up like so much milk. You know, <laughs> just like, mmm, delicious. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Was he abusive? Tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to think, at least verbally, at times. Yeah, yeah, you'd think so. Right? You would think. I would think, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fantastic. I love the game. I do, too. It's fun. I love that you brought one and I brought one. No, it's like... Without ever having discussing it. It just works, you know? It just works, man. <laughs> It's just one of those things people do. It's just we're just we're just vibing. We just yeah, vibe. That's it. We're just it's a, it's a mood, man. It's just a mood. It's synergistic, man. <laughs> it really works. Totes. Well, that's great. Very nice. Very nice. High I five. Like. <laughs> I like. <laughs> well, damn. Nothing else to do here, except. Yep. Science, math, and geology. Other stuff is numerology. Numerology. All right. Okay. 62 is the natural number following 61 and preceding 63. Hammer, 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 how? <laughs> See? I said do something, and then I immediately regret it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's on me, buddy. <laughs> you keep doing your thing. Don't live with regret. You can overcome I'm not going to live with it, okay. but in this moment, I totally regret saying something <laughs> is better than nothing. For sure. <laughs> but also, you know, that's how I do. Like, I'll be like, yeah, I can meet you there on Sunday. And then Sunday morning, I'm like, why the fuck did I say I would do this? <laughs> that's true. Every goddamn time. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pattern. Yeah, I saw, I saw somebody, uh, I think it was a tweet I saw the other day that said something like, um, we still getting to going today? Or, you know, we still getting to getting together today? Is ac- What I'm actually saying is, Please don't say we're getting getting. <laughs> we're getting <laughs> Please cancel our get together today. <laughs> exactly. yeah. That's me in a nutshell every fucking time. No question. Yeah. 62 is a composite number. Of course. With the divisors 2 and 31. Nice. Yeah. 62 is non-totient. Oh, man. As a reminder that means it is not a totient number. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Helpful. Hammer, 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 hammer how. <laughs> 61 is the sum of the f- number of faces, edges, and vertices of the acosahedron and the dodecahedron. Nice. I guess it is. I didn't know a dodecahedron had 62, all of those things. <laughs> faces, edges, and vertices? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it does. I can. I, this is going to be a new movie. The 62 faces of dodecahedron. Well, what about icosahedron? Well, that's not nearly as sexy. Yeah, but... I mean, maybe as a subplot? Maybe that'll be the sequel. 
Maybe icosahedron is like, but me too. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, that's fine. Right. Like That could be like dodecahedron's twin, you know, underappreciated twin sister or whatever. Sidekick or something, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. L- lesser appreciated, right? Right, right. But still with the same number of faces, edges, and vertices. That's right. And then and then that's the one who, who eventually gets dodecahedron to uh, continue on with the quest at, at, at dodecahedron's lowest point. It's like, that's right. You, do you know who you are? You're dodecahedron. You've got 62 faces, vertices, and something else. Get Have you there. forgotten <laughs> where you come from? We're both of the hedron, but you're dodeca. <laughs> Be dodeca. <laughs> that's a play, play the harp, Peter moment. Yes, that's exactly right? what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 62 is the number of faces of two of the Archimedean solids. Oh, you know we love Archimedean solids on this program. <laughs> <laughs> it is the number of faces of the great rhombicosid dodecahedron. What? Yep, you heard me, buddy. <laughs> and I'm not saying it again, so I hope you were paying attention. Uh, kind of was. Uh, 62 is the number of sides of the truncated icosadodecahedron. Man. So, apparently, you can take an icosahedron and truncate it, same number of sides. That's crazy. How do you like them apples? I would think there would be fewer if it were truncated. Yeah, but, I mean, you you know, same number of sides, just squatter. (laughs) You know what I mean? If I truncated you... You'd still have the same number of sides. Big ones, little ones, <laughs> truncated ones. That's right. The sides are big ones and little ones. That's right. When you truncate it, they become little ones. Right. See, it really does apply to anything. <laughs> it does. Thanks for bringing us back there, buddy. <laughs> 62 is the only number whose cube in base 10 consists of three digits, each occurring two times. Whoa. That's 238,328. Wow. That's 62 cubed. That's fun. It is fun. It's a nice thing to carry around in your pocket. You know, you just write that down <laughs> on a little slip of paper. You put it in your wallet. And, you know, every once in a while, you know, it comes into play. Somehow you're waiting at the post office, whatever. You know, hey, did you know? Or it'd be like a tract, like a Christian. You're like, I, I have something for you. I think this would help you. And you just sure, hand somebody sure. that. Yeah. And be like, bye. Is that a Cuban base 10 in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> it's a, it is a good thing to keep in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be flaunting that thing around. No, yeah, keep that hidden. Yeah. You could get arrested. That's right. You start swinging that thing around. <laughs> the 10th member of the seven alicot tree. Oh, alicot tree. I love the alicot 62. tree. 62. Yeah. It goes thusly. 7, 8, 10, 14, 20, 22, 34, 38, 49, and 62. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> We used to have a beautiful alicot tree in the in the prairie behind my house when I was growing up, and we used to go out there and pick the pick the sevens on a Sunday morning. You know, it was great. I think I shall never math. Uh, nothing rhymes with math. <laughs> I blew it. Path. I really stepped in path. It. Oh, hmm. oh yeah, but alicot path tree. <laughs> it just it was doomed from the start, buddy. I blew it. I think I shall divide by three. This beautiful, resplendent alicot tree. You see? You see, that's thinking. <laughs> that's, that's at Bill Weingarten. That's why you come here. Let him hear it. How are your Roman numerals, buddy? Pretty good. Pretty darn Could good. Could you give me a Roman numeral for 62? Sure. All right. Sure. Uh, sure. 
I'll give you the I'll give you the L X I I. Nice. Yeah, I always get the X's and the L's confused. Really? Yeah, I do. Oh. I do. All right. That's uh why now why are you why is that one thing that is incredibly useless <laughs> <laughs> in in the length and breadth of, t- of society today? Why do you know them so well? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I always I o- you know what I do? I o- whenever I see one anywhere and it's usually I guess like at the end of a movie or something or at the end of a sure, book or something. Sure, see, yeah. Every time I see one I decode it. Like I I mentally make note and I read it and I go okay that was 2017. You know, and I I don't know why, but I just, you know. You just do it. I just do it, yeah. The Super Bowl, I see the digits, and I'm like, okay, at 52, I got I, it, yeah. I mean, I got I got something like that coming up a little later in the numerology hour. I got a little something that's a little like that. Like, I can't, my brain won't stop doing it. Right, yeah. So we'll get into that. Good. But that's it's good to know you have those two. Or is it bad to know you have those two? I don't know. <laughs> Hard to say. <laughs> well, we're moving into astronomy either way. Great. So we got a Messier object, buddy. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's fantastic. M62 is one of the most irregular-shaped globular clusters (laughs) that we've ever encountered (laughs) and was first reported by Herschel. Oh, Herschel. (laughs) Herschel. And here's the thing that it is embedded in itself in my head, and I can't stop. Every time I hear the name Herschel, Uh I think of of a Beastie Boys lyric. That goes as follows. Everybody rapping like it's a commercial, acting like life is a big commercial. And that really sets my brain off. I hate it because I hate when you rhyme a word with a word. Yeah, you can't do it. He, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't be allowed. He just said, you said, I thought you said it wrong because you said commercial twice. You know, that's what it did right. to my no, mind. That's the lyric. Wow. That's the lyric. So every time I hear the song, which was often back in the day, not so much these days. Sure. I, I rhyme commercial with Herschel. That would be great. That would have been awesome. It would have been much better, right? Yeah, dropping rhymes like my good friend Herschel. Everybody, Everybody yeah. rapping like it's a commercial. You ain't dropping rhymes like my good friend Herschel. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Easy peasy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So much better. So much better. Ad rock, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. M62 is located 22,500 light years from Earth. And it's in one of those big and tall uh, globular cluster stores because it's so irregular. It's, it's not, so irregular. It's not like in it's the... So, but it's, you know, it's cheaper yeah. than you'll get at the department Right, store. it's like at the outlets. That's right. It's, yeah, it's irregular. In the ga- Galactic Outlets Mall or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Charles Messier found this cluster on June 7th, 1771. I mean, it would be hard to miss if you're scanning the universe and you're like, God damn, that's an irregular globular cluster. All right, but 1771, let's give Messier a little bit of credit. That is early. I mean, what are you doing? Well, you got like naked eye and maybe like a, a tubular telescope. True. You make a you good point. I mean? Yeah, you make an excellent point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he and he. So he tracked it for the next two years and made an accurate position chart only on June fourth, seventeen seventy nine. So two years later, tracked it every day. He was like, "Yep, I'm zeroed in on it. This irregular fucker, I got you." <laughs> I got you. <laughs> He's like, there's all sorts of irregular clusters up there. Big ones, little <laughs> ones, irregular ones. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, if the rings of Saturn were compressed into a single body, it would be no more than 62 miles across. Oh, that's fun. How do you like that? I like that a lot. Yeah. I would like to have them compressed into my body. The rings of Saturn? Yeah, and then I'd be 62 miles across. <laughs> I don't 
I, I don't understand how that's good for anybody. <laughs> more where, more where, of me first is... First of all, where do we put you? <laughs> more of me is a good thing. I mean, No. Right? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I'd have a hard time getting on an airplane. Yeah. At that or, or three or four airplanes <laughs> put together. <laughs> You'd have a hard time getting on anything. <laughs> I'd have a hard time getting on the island of Manhattan. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In fact, if I were at home, I would actually be on the island of Manhattan. Part of you part would, of would be in would the be, island. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. That's not something you ever want. <laughs> Don't wish for this, buddy. Okay. All right? You said a body, and the first one I thought of was my own. That's all. I see. Yeah, but there are other bodies. Big ones. Little <laughs> <laughs> Big ones. Little ones. Hoo-ah. <laughs> Uh, moving into science, 62 is the atomic number of samarium alanthanide. Samarium. Samarium. I can, I'm guessing in my brain where that name came from. Like what's yeah, and after. you're wrong, oh. but, uh, but I did the same thing. Huh, how about that? Samarium is a chemical element with the symbol SM in the atomic number 62. It is a moderately hard silvery metal that slowly oxidizes in air. I'm a lot like that, too. The, the whole idea of SM only gets me moderately hard. I have to say. <laughs> well, at least it does something for you. <laughs> I mean, what 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 are we doing here? <laughs> S- SM. SM, yeah. 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 Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it does I, I it doesn't do a whole lot for me either. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I mean, I, I yeah, I'm not I don't need to be I don't like pain. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't know. Stop. Get away. What's my safe word? Hammer, 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 how? That's my safe word. That's a great safe word, buddy. (laughs) I mean, it'll stop anybody from feeling sexy at all. So (laughs) that's a great way to really pump the brakes on the proceedings. Uh, Samaria was discovered in 1879 by the French chemist Paul Emile Lecoq de Bois (laughs) Boisdouin. I love him. Yeah, he's great. I love that guy. He's really great. Yeah. Uh, it was named after the mineral samaskite. Oh, yeah, sure. From which it was isolated. Interesting. The mineral itself was earlier named after the Russian mine official, Colonel Vasily Samarsky Bakovitz. <laughs> Like this guy is just at a mine, and they were like, "We don't know what this is." And he was like, "Well, it is obviously Samarsky, <laughs> like me." <laughs> that is bizarre. Yeah, so they named it after he was the first person to have a chemical element named after him, albeit indirectly. How about that? Crazy, right? Yeah. And he was just a mine official. Some Russian dude. Just a fucking white collar paper pusher. Yeah, he yeah probably didn't even paper push paper he just like told people what to do yeah and they all knew what to do mine shit yeah go mine that stuff right exactly you come across anything you don't know or you're unfamiliar with just uh, name it after me and and keep going (laughs) keep mining don't stop mining (laughs) das mining (laughs) right in russia uh (laughs) elements name you that's what happens. That's what happens there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Although samarium is classified as a rare earth element, it is the 40th most abundant element in the earth's crust and is more common than metals such as tin. Oh, go Samaria. Samarium. Whatever. Well, Samaria is a whole different thing. That's buddy. true. I, that, yeah, that's where I got my problem yeah, in the exactly. first place. Right. Samarium. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. The major commercial application for Samarium is in Samarium cobalt magnets. Oh, yeah. Those are those are some of my very favorite magnets of all. They are the finest magnets that magnet in on the planet. They're very attractive. Uh, <laughs> they have a permanent magnetization second only to neodymium magnets. Hey, all right. Then we know how great However, those are. However, Samar... Oops, sorry. Yes. Yeah, we know how great neodymium magnets are. Cause I mean, we, we love neodymium. I love that, yeah. It's great. Right? Yeah, totally. We're dropping neodymium on them. <laughs> Samarium compounds can withstand significantly higher temperatures, though. Oh, well, that's good. Above 700 degrees Celsius. Wow. Which is, uh, you know, if you're doing the conversions at home, that's close to 1,300 degrees Fahrenheit. That's hot, baby. That's <laughs> hot, baby. So <laughs> Kind of like your S&M jaunt from earlier. Hammer, 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 how? Safe word. <laughs> so when they make these magnets from samarium, right? Yes. Do, can they make all different kinds? Like um, all different sizes, let's say? <laughs> Come on. I mean, if you're going to tee it up, <laughs> could you, you know, dis disguise it a little bit? <laughs> but I, to answer your question, I do imagine there could be big ones, little ones. <laughs> um, so they, the samarium cobalt magnets can maintain their magnetic properties uh, at higher temperatures uh, due to the higher Curie point. Oh. That's the, uh, named after uh, the uh, Curie, the Pierre Curie, not the Madame. Oh, all right. The Madame is worried about the S&M situation. <laughs> <laughs> Pierre, he don't care. That's right. Yeah. Pierre, man, Pierre, man, he don't care. He don't care. <laughs> 62 is the boiling point. Bo boiling point? <laughs> 62 is the boiling point of chloroform. The, bur the Berlin point. The Berlin point of chloroform. <laughs> wow, we haven't heard from Dino in a while. No, How you haven't. been, Dino? I've been doing all right, you know? <laughs> doing my thing. <laughs> boiling point of chloroform. Wow. 62 degrees centigrade. How about that? Chloroform. Excellent. Good good stuff to keep on you all the time. To just keep some of that and a cloth with you at all times. And... Uh, for snuffing people out, you mean, buddy? <laughs> and just in case. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying you should go and do that to anybody, but if you had to, <laughs> you're ready. Uh, what I want to know is wh wh why you're boiling it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's to, it's to, it's it helps in processes, I'm sure, but I just don't know what those are. And let's can we not boil it? Sure. I mean, yeah, I wonder what... what <laughs> I wonder what comes out when you boil it. You know, like when sure. you, like, is water coming out or is there some other gas that's being. Right. What happens out? when you boil chloroform? Right. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Where's Mr. Corrections Department now? <laughs> huh? Hopefully he's at home boiling some chloroform <laughs> so we boiling can find out what the hell's going on. Tell us what happens. <laughs> well, here's what we do know of the things that come out. Yeah. There are big ones, <laughs> little ones. Yay. All right, moving on. I'm going to spin you a little yarn here, buddy. Okay. 
Stay tuned for the number part. Okay. It's going to take a little while to get there. Gotcha. A man named George Hood says he's still in excruciating pain after breaking the Guinness World Record for planking. (laughs) The soreness is, quote, very deep, Hood told CNBC. (laughs) The body has to heal from the inside out. (laughs) Uh, thank you, George. <laughs> Since you did not break the world record for lacerations. <laughs> yes, the body does have to heal from the inside out. Hood broke the record for the longest time in a plank position by a male. Okay. Holding this plank for, let me let you guess here. I want to know what you think the world record for a plank is. I was, well, if it's 62, uh, I'm going 60. Well, it, it may or may not be. You don't know yet. Okay. I told you to stay tuned. <laughs> and if Heed. My goddamn warnings. <laughs> <laughs> and if he's that sore, I'm going to say... Excruciating, quote 62 unquote. hours. Wow. That, now, see, that seems unbearable. That would be like that, almost three days of planking. All right. Well, I walked into this myself. <laughs> it be, it's, it's less impressive than that. It is eight hours and 15 minutes of planking. Wow. That's still which impressive. Which to me is insane. That is. That's a, that's a full work day. That's it. That's since I do some work outside plank for a minute. I'm like, I mean, yeah, I could go a little longer, but eight hours. Yeah, that's crazy. Even Are one hour. Are you kidding me? One hour seems like an unbelievably long time to be planking. Wait, what? I mean, on your elbows alone. Like, yeah. what, like how, what are you doing? You're right. The previous record was held by 45-year-old Mao Wingdong of China, who held the plank for eight hours and one minute. Oh, wow. And I imagine Wingdong is a little peeved. <laughs> He probably could have gone another 15, but was like, who's breaking this? Right, no one. Right, right. I did it for eight hours and one minute. I'm good. That's right. Right? Yeah. Here comes fucking George Hood, <laughs> ex-drug enforcement administration agent. Oh. Again, he's been exercising since he was complete. He completed his Marine Corps officer training program in his 20s, but now he's in the best shape of his life, having accomplished a world record at the age of 62. Damn. This guy d- planks for eight hours and 15 minutes at 62. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is amazing. I, yeah, I couldn't get over that. That is, that's crazy. Yeah, George Hood. Wow. Hoodie. So these, these world record planking guys, you know, there's, there's young ones, old ones. There's just all Jesus kinds of different Christ. ones. <laughs> Same with shoehorns, buddy. <laughs> there's big ones and little ones. <laughs> You just shoehorn in that joke in wherever you can find space. Exactly. Even where there's no space. Right. <laughs> you just prying it open. <laughs> well, I love that and I'm um uh, I I don't I I probably would hate George Hood as a human, but uh let's first of all let's stop enforcing the drug issue. <laughs> and second of all, what do you why are you planking for 8 hours? I guess you know when you retire, it's like, well, <laughs> I could mow the lawn. Or I could plank for a couple hours. <laughs> I'll go with the planking. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what I can do for the planking. <laughs> um, I, H- Henrik Ibsen, who you're very familiar with. He was a planker? No. no moving on. Oh, oh, Norwegian playwright writes head a gobbler at the ripe old age of 62. Oh, yeah. How do you like that? I like that. Did, did you like head a gobbler? Yeah, all his plays are, are, are good, right? Like, they're good. I don't love them. I, mean, I don't love any I of them, mean, but I they're have, good. I have ones I like and ones I don't. Yeah. But I guess they all have merit, they, if that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would say that's true. They're all well-crafted, I would say. And I think Hedda Gobbler is one of those. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's my favorite, actually. I think that's one of my... No. I think the Master Builder might be my ultimate favorite. No, I mean, I'm going Cherry Orchard every time. That's just me, though. Well, except that was written by Chekhov. Yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) But I'm going... Yeah, the Master Builder, right? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was a good one. Well, you got your you got your uh, doll's house, Hedda Gabler. Doll's house. That's what I was trying. That's, that's what I was thinking of. Enemy of the people, ghosts, etc. etc. Pure Gint. Yeah, it turns out I don't like any of these. <laughs> He's Norwegian. You know, you have to be sort of in a Norwegian mood for a little bit. Of- I think I like Hedda Gabler the best. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I like it. I like anytime somebody kills themselves at the end of the play. I'm like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down with that. Just like Chekhov, it's the same thing. Somebody kills himself at the end. I think same, that's why I got it conflated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's lots of lots of d- depressed people speaking in hushed tones. <laughs> that's right. They all take place in the living room of somebody's house. You know, it's yeah, all, some yeah. sitting room. Exactly. Yeah. Same deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, are you familiar with this dude, uh, Pliny the Elder? Oh, I've heard of Pliny the Elder. Certainly, Pl- Pliny, Pliny, whatever. I go Pliny. You say Pliny. I say Pliny. <laughs> He's a historian, right? Wasn't he a famous historian? Yeah, he he was. He was a historian, orator, uh, philosopher of sorts. Sure, sure. Uh, well, he had a kid, <laughs> and his name was Pliny the Younger. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not making that up. He was also a writer and statesman, and he was born in the year 62 A.D. Ah. But a couple of things came up in my research about Pliny, Pliny the Elder. Uh-huh. And I'd like to bring them to you now. Excellent. And lay them at your feet. Okay. Now, Pliny the Elder said he coined such gems as Adito Salis Grano, which is take it with a grain of salt. Ah, cool. Right? Genius. Yeah. Um, He also said, always act in such a way as to secure the love of your neighbor, which I wholeheartedly agree with. That's good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Secure the love of your neighbor. Right. Don't assume it. I love that. Or, just, yeah, right. Yeah. Just make sure that you've done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I love that. Yeah. But Pliny was a little uh, controversial. <laughs> <laughs> and he said this about coming in contact with menstruating women. <laughs> it turns new wine sour. Crops become barren. Seeds in the garden dry up. The fruit of all trees fall off. The edges of steel and the gleam of ivory are dulled. Hives of bees will die. Even bronze and iron are at once seized by rust. A horrible smell fills the air. (laughs) To taste it drives dogs mad and infects their bites with an incurable poison. (laughs) Quite the ladies' man, Pliny the Elder. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and say he had a preference. (laughs) Big ones, little ones. <laughs> but men only. Yeah, that's right. That's, that was Pliny's deal. But he had a I kid. Mean, he had a how he, he had Pliny he made Pliny the younger, so he must have uh Yeah, but not during the monthly. No, well that's that's why he did it, because he wanted to make sure there was gonna be no, you know, problems for nine months. Like he said, yeah. yeah make that yeah. make that stop for heaven's sakes. Exactly. My dog is going nuts over here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust anything that bleeds for five days and doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Pliny, Pliny the Elder, poor Pliny the Elder. Yeah, he, you know, it was, it's, uh, you know, 
he didn't know. He was just taking a shot at it. You know, what I mean? he's taking a, <laughs> taking a swing at the whole menstruation thing. Didn't know, have any idea what was what it was all about or what it was for. But he tried. to... I mean, did he did he did he just not say like so, uh, you're on your menses? Come walk through the orchard with me. Let's see if the fruit falls off the tree. <laughs> Here's a here's a mirror. It's not dulled. Like what? It's easy to prove. What? Why would he say these things? I don't get it. And keep your dogs away from it. Why are they tasting it at all? Oh man. I mean, dogs do get into the bathroom trash sometimes. It's true. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know. But yeah, I mean, in ancient Rome, anything, everything goes. You know what I mean? It was. Do you think his dog's name was Plenty the Pupper? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, and his wife's name was Pliny the Menstruator. <laughs> well, that makes sense now. <laughs> it's all coming into focus. Because you don't call someone the menstruator unless man. Right? Unless it's a heavy flow. Which was her actual name. <laughs> Light ones, heavy ones, <laughs> heavy ones. <laughs> uh, Woo! <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, we're gonna move into some uh, some sixty twoery. Oh, great! Some general sixty twoery, and it. then we're gonna wrap it up. Okay. Sixty two is the code for international direct dial phone calls to Indonesia. Oh, nice! You ever been? You've never been. No, never been there. No. No. How about you? Any? Any? No. <laughs> no. 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 Ne- never will go. No, I'm not interested in going there. It's not it's not on my radar as a visiting destination. No, me either. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to all the Indonesian listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's awesome, but I, I it's I'm sure there's a lot to love about it. Yeah. 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 But But I got I got places I need to go first. Yeah, that's right. It's a little lower on the list. Exactly. Yeah. Uh in the 1998 home run race, Mark McGuire hit his 62nd home run on September 8th, breaking the single season record. Sammy Sosa hit his 62nd home run just days later on September 13th. Wow. I just... I was I was watching that one in a bar in Chicago. Oh, yeah, because he was with the Cubs then, right? That's right. And I will say it seemed like such a huge deal at the time. And now I just want to punch them both in the scrotum. <laughs> in their, I, their I just tiny, don't, I shriveled, shit. tiny shriveled scrotums. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like scrotums like anything. Big ones. <laughs> Little one, but the steroids, right? They shrink, yeah, the steroids shrink yeah, them right up. That's right. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember that time and just you know seeing these big bulbous men like hitting home runs like crazy. Yeah, and we were all in awe of it. I mean, it was just like, look at these guys go! Seventy home runs is on the table. You know, we were so right, excited right. to see them do it. Yeah, we were, weren't we? It's like we, yeah, we really were. We, so caught up. We, in we, it. we were so caught up in thinking if they could. We didn't stop to think about <laughs> if they should. <laughs> right? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Goldblum. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, under Social Security, the earliest age at which a person can begin receiving retirement benefits in the United States is 62. How about that? Yeah. So you can get Social Security starting at 62. That's, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. At the earliest. At the earliest, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you're coming right up on that. How are you feeling about that? You're going to get some Soch? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been paying that's, into Soch. i got to get my Soch. Hell, yeah. Get the Soch back. i got to get that Soch back. you got to take it back. Get that paper, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, a fellow by the name of Jim Langer wore number 62. Huh. Uh, I didn't know who that was right away. He was the center for that undefeated 72 Dolphin squad. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. How about that? And then another fellow whose name I did recognize and who has a phenomenal name. Uh, and I think we may have talked about this on our previous iteration of 62 Numerology. Guy McIntyre. Oh, that is a great name. It's just the greatest, <laughs> greatest name. Like... Does he not have a you know private private detective novel series, <laughs> Guy McIntyre? <laughs> That's right. Right. That's right. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Guy, you're a PI. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to know? <laughs> guy McIntyre. Guy McIntyre. Yeah, that's a great private name. eye. I love that guy. Private eye entire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Tracy McGrady scored a team record 62 points as his Orlando Magic beat the Wizards on uh, March 10th, 2004. Wow, I did not realize he had scored that many in a single game. 62 is a, a good number. Really good, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's yeah, that's what, top five high point totals all time? No, it's up there, though. And, and T-Mac always looked, looked so sleepy to me. <laughs> you know, you think he'd like by at fifty, he'd want to take a nap. You know, before he went back out there and finished up the game. Maybe he did. I don't know. Yeah, he might have taken a quick nap. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But he got to sixty-two. But you're right. He did always have the. He had the droopy eyelids, yes. which made him seem real sleepy. And uh, I, I do think it's funny that like uh, maybe Nick Anderson was like, "You want to take a break? <laughs> Some dude, you look tired." <laughs> Uh, yeah, I may, uh, maybe I'll sit down for a minute. <laughs> I'm just going to rest my eyes. <laughs> I'm just going to let me, I'm going to check the back of my eyelids real quick. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. <laughs> what am I at? 58? <laughs> Shit, okay. I'll go back in. <laughs> just four more, T-Mac. Wow. That's all we're asking. No, 62 is an impressive point total really for is. a single game. For sure, really. yeah. Phenomenal. You got your you got your Wilt, you got your Kobe, you got your David Robinson, and then you got your Tracy McGrady, right? Wow. And then a number of I mean, I think Bird had sixty one. Uh who else? Uh, I mean I don't know. Jordan had the double nickel several times. He had sixty three in a playoff game. Wow. But these are I mean, y- you don't think about T Mac when you think about these guys. That's right. But sixty two in a game, that's doing something. It really is. Uh, okay, and then finally, uh, two players have worn the number 62 in my beloved association. Two, interesting. Two of them. I'm going to guess they both Just played for like the Kansas City Rigamaroles or whatever. You know, you know what? what I mean? <laughs> whatever they were, you know. <laughs> Great jerseys on the Rigamaroles. <laughs> yeah, I got to say, it's phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal jerseys. It's a hard thing to, to, to graphically represent on a jersey. Rigor, it's true, rigmarole, but they did it. It's true, but they did they, it. They did it flawlessly. Great job, great job. The colors were iffy, but the boy, I love that logo. <laughs> yeah, the logo was perfect. Quintessentially <laughs> classic logo. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of these guys, Bob Dilly, I imagine it's D I L L E, so it could be Dial or Dilly or Dill. Dilly, 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 <laughs> Dilly. <laughs> Uh, he played for the Detroit Falcons in 1947. Wow, that's going back a ways. One and done for Bob Dilly. Went on to bigger and better things, I'm hoping. Well, sure. And then the great Scott Pollard. Oh, wow. With the Indiana Pacers in 04, 05, and 06, wore 62. How about that? Yeah, Scotty Pollard. He was fun. A gi of many haircuts. Yes, that's right. Right? He was a lot of fun. He was a lot of fun. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. 
I didn't realize someone and, that and, recently. And not, not he was certainly foul prone, as I recall from his brief stint with the Celtics. So they had to give the. 62 a bunch with the hands, and it was probably not great for them. Right. I'm surprised that someone so recently wore that number. Yeah, I know. Huh. I know. This isn't... It's crazy. It's almost... This is almost... I won't say it, it is, but it's very interesting to to hear about the real recent people wore a crazy number like that. You know, uh, as much as it is to reminisce about the guys who wore the earlier numbers when there were a whole bunch of them. Right. You know what I mean? From Dilly to Pollard. Yeah. That's it's a fun it's a fun journey to take. It is fun. Weekly. I like it. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And if you're not enjoying it out there, you know, there's always the fast forward button on the things. Yeah, there's seconds. other podcasts. There's <laughs> big ones, little ones. <laughs> Long ones. Long short ones. ones. Funny <laughs> ones. Scary ones. It's a podcast for everything. That's obviously the Sarge talking about cocks. <laughs> Long ones. Short ones. Funny ones. <laughs> Moderately hard ones. Serious ones. <laughs> Hell yes. Hell, <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> well, there we go, buddy. That's it. That wraps up this week's numerology. Oh, that was excellent. Thanks, With buddy. extra Back at you. egg. All right. Do you want to... I know you do. I know you. I won't <laughs> even ask you if you want to, because I know you want to. I, I have no choice. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get in there. <laughs> I've told you about my CBD interpretation of that song. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah, yeah. I, I have... think we 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 could maybe recycle that jingle. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. There's no doubt. I have it all the time for different things. You do? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what what else I had it for. Um, this is like Herschel commercial, and and you're transposing of Roman numerals. Yeah, like anytime. These there's... are the little things that churn in our heads that we don't ever get to talk to anybody about. That's right. It's like yeah. when there's a, anything that has a three, three initials or three letters that represent it, you know, that that have an e sound particularly. Right. Uh, it makes me think of the PDB jingle. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a good example. There's one CBD? that. CBD. Yeah. There's CBD is perfect. Exactly. MJZ. There you go. MJZ. <laughs> yeah. Matthew J Zumbo. That's blah, me. Blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff that happens to me all the time. Yeah, good. Good to know. Well, I, 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 I'd like to recycle that one if we recycle any of them. Here's another one: the, the, uh, you know, the, the uh, continuously variable transmission. Uh-huh. CBT. Yeah. Continuously variable transmission. That's also, we're too. hearing a lot about the CDC right now. Yeah, CDC. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. See, yeah, you can't, you can't stop that jingle. You can only hope to contain it. You can't even hope to do that. <laughs> why are you trying to contain it? I don't know. Get it I don't out. Know there. Why you, <laughs> All right, well, the last time that we did this a week Ooh, ago. here comes the recap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember we had uh, George and Dave in the coffee shop talking about I who, do remember. who the shadow man was, and Dave thought it might be Glenister. That scene was called a tour de force, by the way. Yes. I people did, are oh, talking. People are saying things. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people are talking about it. <laughs> They're saying good things. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh, that's great. 
Yeah, no, I did see that on Twitter. Some uh, De- Deacons said it was Deacons, a tour de force, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, he, We're going to pass that along to those performers. He loves computer-generated acting. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> that's all I can say. He loves that shit, you know? CGA! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, who doesn't? I mean, who doesn't, really? I know, I, I do. I've learned to love it. I didn't at first. See, yeah. I was exactly. late to the game. That's right. But boy, I am all in now. It's an acquired taste. It is, and I've acquired it, is that's what I'm right. saying. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we saw last week. Now, this time, uh, we're going to check back in with Shelly, who, if you remember, a couple weeks ago, was calling Danny. Calling up Danny. Oh, boy. Danny who could forget? Who yeah. could forget? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he kind of stepped in his own... Um, petard there and uh, hoisted by his own girdle that's right sort of promised that grace would show up at danny's house to for a sit right so we're gonna pick up uh pick up with that and uh see how i cannot wait okay oh where the fuck am i gonna get a girdle at this hour Going out tonight, Shelley? What is this bullshit with the sales computer? It ain't bullshit. It's the way it is. You're going to fire the salesman and replace them with a TRS-80? That's the way it is, and I don't make the rules. The rules come from downtown. <laughs> I've got a little bit of a problem here, Bob. I'd like to help you, Shell. I wanted you guys back, but they would only do it if we brought in the lead whacker. I was always against it. Don't underestimate me, fella. I'm going to close. I'm going to get sales, and I'm going to make this office again. I just don't see how it can be done. That fucking lead whacker can process 200 leads per hour. I am going to do it, but I'm going to need your help. I'm closing up the office. Just give me five minutes of your time. I'm running to see my cardiologist. How about one minute, huh? Okay. What the fuck is it? I need you to make me beautiful. Excuse me a second. I think my heart must have just stopped. Clear! There. That's better. Now say that again. I thought I heard you say, I need you to make me beautiful. I think maybe you need a shot of this. No, listen to me. Listen. I've got a hot lead. I can close it. I just need to be a woman. Oh. Oh, is that all? Make you into a woman. Okay, fine. Look. Just because I'm packing a pocket defibrillator doesn't mean I've got a portable gender reassignment kit in the trunk of me car. No, I just need... I mean, I'd be interested they had something like that. But as of today, I just don't think I'd get me hands on one. You're the master of disguises, right? Can't you just make me look like a woman? Jesus Christ, Shell. I'm an actor, not a miracle worker. Don't jump. Hey, don't jump out of your makeup bag a second, huh? It's just two guys talking. We're just talking. Look at yourself, Shelly. How the fuck am I supposed to turn you into a woman? Now, hold on a minute. I can close this cocksucker. I know I can. I just need to get my balls tucked. Shelly, your balls are practically scraping on the floor. What is that, Bob? Bad tuck. That's all it is. That's all they're doing. Now, you give my balls a good tuck. Clear! Please. I've got to eat. Glenister. Christ. When is your fucking sit? Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. We haven't much time. And we've got a shitload of work ahead of us. All right, pick up your balls and follow me. 
<laughs> Thanks, Bob. You won't regret it. I already regret it. Clear! <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Is that was <laughs> three total defibrillations? <laughs> that's right. That's I think that was three. Yeah, super impressive. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, oh my you, God, dude! When you need a defibrillation, nothing else will do. I mean, it's not like you can. You know, there's no half measures you can take. There's no uh, half step in a defrib. No, <laughs> that's right. That's that's absolutely right. You just got to do it. You just got to do it. Nothing is nothing to do but to do it. That's right. Yeah, it's not like there's different sizes of defibrillation. <laughs> 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 well, no, there are, aren't there? There's you got your regular size ones and you got your pocket defibrillators, right? <laughs> I guess that's true. That's a little smaller, right? <laughs> so therefore, Th- there are. <laughs> Big one. Everyone now. <laughs> Big, Big one. <laughs> Little one. <laughs> I like that it's getting interactive now. That's good that we're kind of, you know, it's like a sing along. I like that. That's right. So Everybody you, join in. That's right. Call and response sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. Wh- if you, when when you're out there in listening land, if you notice things that could be big ones, little ones. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let us hear it. Yeah, let us know about it. Please. Okay, so we're we're uh, you got any highlights? Do you want to call? I mean, I, like I said, there's the three defibrillations, which are great, and there are there are the allusions to the the minuscule bending that Shelley would have to do for teabagging, which we <laughs> touched on way back when. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Picked I right love up on how that. that came back into my into my memory. Yeah, Grace did a good job remembering that. Yeah, she did. Right. If not for Grace, who would remember these things? Exactly. You know. Yeah. We owe her a debt. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> she's the best. Uh, but, I mean, let's face but, uh, it. But other than those things, I think it's really always just best to go from the top. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> so we're in the office. Shelly is just hanging up the phone with Dan at the top of the scene. And uh, he said, and we we hear the same line we heard at the end of the last scene we saw with Shelly. Where the fuck am I going to get a girdle at this hour? She just picked it right up right there. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess, you know, I, 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 I can't think of any 24-hour girdle stores, you know, just off the top of my head. I mean, there may have been a time, but certainly not today's day and age. No, that's right. You got to, demand is down worldwide <laughs> that's for right. the girdle, it right? Really Wouldn't is. you say? I would say so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard to get one these and days. And rightfully so. It, uh, we don't need it. No. I mean, Shelly needs it. <laughs> But it's, yeah, you're right. We don't need, women can be whatever size they want to be. You know, they don't need to be strapped into some sort of a, a restricting device to. That's right. You know, if, you know, we can have big wands, oh, little wands. We can we have go. any any size woman you want. <laughs> if you want to be whatever you want to be, be it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no problems. Corsets on the other hand. <laughs> That's right. Hubba hubba. <laughs> Well, those are for specialty use, right? Not, like, yeah, and I don't mean that restrictive, like, squ- squash your organ style. I'm, I just mean, like, you know, the ones you put on to be taken off. That's right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The specialty. Yeah, yeah they're a exactly. specialty item. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so uh, at that point, Glenister comes out of the back office. Who knew he was back in there, you know, in his office doing Late at work? night, right? What's right. he doing back there? What's going know. on? So he comes out, and uh, sort of a familiar scene starts to unfold. Going out tonight, Shelley. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Shelly's like, well, what's this bullshit with the sales computer? Glennis just says that's the way it is. Shelly asks, okay, they're going to fire the salesman and replace them with a TRS-80. You remember the old TRS-80? You got a blank I, look on your face. I can't say I did know what that was in reference to. Wow. You must be, I guess it was, you were you were of a younger generation. I mean, but, uh, <laughs> clearly not an entire generation. <laughs> <laughs> People of a certain age will remember the Radio Shack, the Tandy TRS-80 as like the first computer that was in your school classroom. Oh. If you weren't wealthy enough to, fo- to afford like an Apple One. Or no, like I was, Com- Commodore was my first home computer that I was engaged with absolutely the old commodore 64 one of the, the old best. commodore 64 that's right i loved that thing i had one yeah too, i did too we had one it was great i loved it yeah they were fantastic machines but you you're can, saying trs-80 predated the commodore 64 yeah it was a radio shack uh tandy trs-80 and uh, i remember we had it at school for home computing. computing computing what computing. uh what could you do on your tandy trs-80 <laughs> I remember playing games. Like I remember at school, <laughs> all we did was play games on it. I mean, and we also did like there was a math thing where you would do like you remember these where you would you would enter in the the code or whatever in in basic or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and uh, the the machine would then draw like a a sine wave or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I know, do that remember kind of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember doing that. It was like early man playing with fire. Like we were like, <laughs> oh my God. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It drew a sine wave all by itself. <laughs> it's repeating the phrase that I wrote over and over again. Right. <laughs> yeah, like you could type in 10. Print, quote, fuck you, exclamation right. point, unquote. 20, go to 10. And then, right, and then, and then it would just keep scrolling, <laughs> fuck you. Right. It's like a David Mamet script. Right, exactly. <laughs> Early on. <laughs> yeah, that was like the first version of Grace. It was just that. It was just said, fuck you, over and over and over. It's true, and look how far we've come. Oh, and now we're, now we're at this. So just, my apologies, I did not remember the TRS-80. Oh, you don't, that's, you don't have to apologize for that. I mean, it's, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I'm not an old fucker. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so apparently Glenister, uh, even though he, he agreed, he did not want them to bring on the lead whacker. He wanted the salesman to come in and sell the stuff. Right. But I guess Mitch and Murray insisted that they uh, the only way they would bring him back is if they had the lead whacker. Right. And so that's that's an interesting bit of news there that sort of made me think Glenister's like on the side of the salesman and not so much on the side of the management. Yeah, I guess that's true, which is different. From That's right. previous iterations of that office management. Exactly. Yeah. 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 He's not a sycophant That's for, right. for Mitch and Murray. He's kind of right. more on the side of the salesman. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Um, but Shelley is determined that he's going to close and uh, he's going to make this office again. But Glenn is just like, I don't see how you can do it, Shell. The lead whacker can process 200 leads an hour. It's a lot of leads. You can't do that. Who can't? No human can do that. No, you're right. No, no, I don't think so. You can't even dial 200 phone numbers in an hour. Probably no. to call somebody. So, uh, but Shelley is, is is insistent he's going to do it, but he needs Glenister's help. And then Glenister kind of like walks away and starts doing the windows and stuff, and says, "I'm closing up the office." Very much like right. Williamson. Yeah, very, very much. Yeah, it's almost like the same routine, but with some do, new twists here. Right. Derivative referential bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what we do here. 
That is what, what Grace does here, for That's sure. <laughs> so Shelly's like, just give me five minutes of your time. Glennis just says, I'm running to see my cardiologist. <laughs> <laughs> Three defibs on the way to his cardiologist. <laughs> Well, he might not have needed them before he got to the you know, like he didn't need them until Shelley started in on the thing. You know what I mean? It was just the... yeah. But all right. But judging from the things that does set him into needing to defrib, it could be traffic. <laughs> you know, it could be it could be anything. It could be it starts to rain. <laughs> it's not much that sets him off. True. Uh, and but it's a good excuse because no one would argue that Glenister you know, is going to see his cardiologist. You'd yeah, like, you're going to yeah. encourage that behavior <laughs> right, every exactly. time. Well, yeah. you better hurry. Yeah, yeah. yeah Let's, exactly. you got to scoot. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but Shelly keeps after him. How about one minute, huh? Uh, classic. Very classic. And very well played by the performer there. <laughs> so Glennis just says, okay, what the fuck is it? And that, this is where the first defib comes in because Shelly says to him, I need you to make me beautiful. And Glennis just like, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me a second. I think my heart must have stopped. Yeah. And then he gives himself a nice big juicy defib. Big and juicy. Yeah. So even the defibs themselves can be big ones, little ones, juicy ones, <laughs> dry ones. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could. Um and then so after the defib, he feels better, and, and he says, I thought I heard you say, and then Shelly repeats, I need you to make me beautiful. And he says, well, I think maybe you need a shot of this, and offers him the defib paddles. <laughs> I thought that was clever. Paddles. The paddles. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Here, maybe you need a shot of this right. on, on your sagging breasts. That's right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Shelly doesn't take it, though. I mean, I guess he doesn't need it. I don't know. What do you think? I don't think he needs it. <laughs> I'm going to say I don't think he needs it. <laughs> she always says, no, no, you got to listen to me. I've got a hot lead. I can close it. I just need to be a woman. And Glennis is like, oh, oh, okay. That's all we have to do is make you into a woman. Uh, and he says, look, just because I have a pocket defibrillator doesn't mean I've got a portable gender reassignment kit in the trunk of my car. Right. Who but, does? No, right. But he'd be interested in one if they had something like that. I had the same I had the same reaction. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't have that, but I mean, it'd be cool if I did. <laughs> <laughs> right? Think of all the good you could do. That's right, yeah. Like Johnny Appleseed just traveling across the country. <laughs> just working out the back of your car. Just ch- ch- changing genders for those that want their gender changed. Yeah, that would be great be beautiful yeah i'd do that sure i wouldn't want to be have people be stuck in a body they don't want to be you know that's absolutely a, right trapped in a body that doesn't represent them yeah what if you're in a big one <laughs> and you want to be in a little one <laughs> yeah i don't know like, get, right? get a girdle i guess <laughs> and so Shelly's girdle i guess <laughs> Shelly's like look you're the master of disguises right you could make me look like a woman. And Glenister says, Jesus Christ, Shell, I'm an actor, not a miracle worker. Right, right. It's very, very bones. Yeah, very DeForest Kelly. Yeah. Very. Did you say DeForest Kelly? I did say DeForest yeah, Kelly. Nice. Nicely done. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh, buddy. <laughs> Guess what we got to do. 
DeForest Kelly. Oh, DeForest. This is going to be a fun IMDb game. <laughs> can't, how many Star Trek movies can you name? <laughs> that's, right, that's exactly right. That's absolutely now, this right. is timely for me. I've been re-watching the Star Trek films. Oh, that's right. You have been. I, I w- I, I've, I've, I, DeForest Kelly has been in my living room every night for the past 10 or so nights. Wow. I remember you yeah. were up to like Star Trek 3, The Search for Spock, the last Search for Spock, in. yeah. No, I'm at, I'm at Insurrection now, baby. Oh, wow. I'm plowing through these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and there, is there really 10 of them? Is that possible? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, if you count the new guys. Uh, right. Which are actually really good. Yeah? I, a lot of the Abrams ones, people, they get a bad rap. I don't know why. I think they're fantastic. Yeah, I enjoyed them. They're, I mean, yeah, they're very well done, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not, I'm not a Trekkie. I mean, I'm a next-gen guy. I grew up with that. I really loved it. I didn't love the original series so much. I liked Voyager. I liked Deep Space okay. But, uh, but yeah, these uh, DeForest Kelly, I mean, that's, yeah. He's the yeah. greatest. God damn it, Jim. <laughs> so good. I know. He is great. Uh, okay. But where do we want him to be great? Here. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a great point. Right. I know where I want him. I knew immediately as soon oh. as you said DeForest Kelly. Oh, interesting. That's right. Hmm. Hmm. Home cooking. Home cooking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can't think of a good spot. So you come tell me on. What? And I'm not saying come on like you should agree with me, but I think there's a place for DeForest Kelly in the universe. Well, for sure. Well, all right then. Well, what is it? Tell me what your what your. You want to know mine first? Yeah, because I don't have n- nothing's jumping out at me for Defar. Okay, Kelly. he's my moss. Yeah. Okay. That was my. That was like uh, in the back of my mind. That was the closest one okay. for me. So, well, yeah. move that shit to the front, <laughs> and let's call this a segment. Okay. <laughs> done and done. Fantastic. Do you want to play the game or don't you? Yeah, I do. Of course, I it's do. It's kind of a silly one to play with this guy. But. Of course. All right. Okay, well, um, I'm going to go... Now, this includes TV, right? I mean, or does it not? You know what? I'll, because it's this is what it is, I'll say that that, that is not part of the top four this time. It usually okay. does, or it right, can, right. but it, not in this case. Okay, I'm going to go Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Right, The Wrath of Khan is one of the four. Well okay, done. <laughs> well done. I'm going to go uh, Star Trek... Um, Star Trek. Uh, I mean, what would the four? What <laughs> Star Trek four? The voyage home. I'm sorry, no. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, that okay. was not. How about Star Trek three? The search for Spock. No. How about sorry. Star Trek the motion picture? <laughs> yes. Okay, Star Trek the motion picture. Yes, you have two of the four. One guest left. All right, gunfight at the OK Corral. <laughs> He's in that, by the way. I just want to. Oh, I don't. That out. I don't doubt it. I didn't know that, but I believe you. Yeah, he. That plays... is not one of his top four. Okay, that's too bad. It should be. He's. Uh, he plays one of uh, Wyatt Earp's brothers. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that makes sense. Sure, I can see him doing that. I can see him l- laying his thumbs on his holster. You yeah, know? <laughs> that's right. Right. All right. What did I miss? What ones didn't I get? 
Well, you got the 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 Star Trek Five: The Final Frontier. Oh, sure, that's which so was very very uh, popular. Very popular, yeah. And then the Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country. Yeah, I should have gone for the newer ones. I, I should have. Yeah, the slightly that. newer ones probably did a little better yeah. at the box office. Right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> just because I love DeForest Kelly. I mean, I just lo- I, the fact that his name is DeForest Kelly. You know what I mean? It's like. What what are you? What are you, you, you want to deforest something? Yeah. What are you talking no, about? No, where are you from? <laughs> deforest. <laughs> <laughs> what color are the trees there? Kelly. <laughs> nice Kelly Green, you know? Yeah, Kelly Green. Sure. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I love that. That was fun. Deforest. I love him. That was great. That was great. And yes, and Glenister is is an actor. He's not a miracle worker. That's right. But who's right. who's just to wrap that up, DeForest Kelly? Who's he in a corral with if he's playing Moss? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Unprepared. Unprepared. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Unprepared. I didn't mean to to take you by uh, surprise. No, no, there. no. I can get that. I can get that. I can get to that. <laughs> I can get to that. Who, there we go. Come on, load it up. All right. All right. It's we hard got because ch- on your computer you have all those files. You know, you got big ones, <laughs> little ones. All right. And also in the corral, we have big ones and little ones. <laughs> in the Moss Corral, currently two gentlemen, one by the name of Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, nice. I don't know how we ever landed him on a moss. He's clearly a Blake. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Joe Pesci, who I do actually think would make a great Dave Moss. He would. He really would. <laughs> yeah, That's, yeah. That is a fun corral, though. That is a fun fucking corral. Three like very energetic guys, you know, like very energetic actors. I don't know that I consider DeForest Kelly an energetic guy. <laughs> He's certainly irascible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a better description for right? sure. Irascible, yeah. He's irascible for sure. He is irascible. You're right. Uh, all right, there you go. <laughs> those corrals are really shaping up. <laughs> it'll, it'll be nice to lay those on the people. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right. Glenister says I'm not an a- I'm an actor. I'm not a miracle worker, and that harasses the irascible Shelley <laughs> Levine, <laughs> who says who says the classic "Don't jump, <laughs> don't jump out of your mouth." Again, bag. really well played by the computer generated actor. Well, that's what they do, right? That I mean, is. <laughs> don't jump out of your makeup bag a second, huh? Solid, yeah. solid. It's just two guys Solid talking. little difference there. <laughs> We're just talking. And God is just like, look at you. Look at yourself. How, how the fuck am I supposed to turn you into a woman? Of, I mean, of all the people in this office. That's right. Moss could be a woman. <laughs> Roma could be a woman. <laughs> fuck, even Arano could be a woman. <laughs> By you. <laughs> right? Yeah, although Shelly kind of maybe has the breasts for it out of all the guys. <laughs> it's true. You know, I forgot about the moob situation. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> By the way, shout out to Cosmo. Oh yeah, he who, did some amazing. I mean, uh, n- n- Shelley <laughs> never looked more attractive to me <laughs> ever in that share uh, outfit. Yeah, it's phenomenally done. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Glennis is like, "How am I supposed to turn you into a woman?" Shelley says, "I can close this. I know I can. I just need." My balls tucked. This is, it goes a little off the rails here. <laughs> you think, really? And Glenister says, oh, Shelly, come on. Your balls are practically scraping on the floor. 
And Shelly explains, what is that, Bob? Bad tuck. <laughs> Bad tuck. That's all it is. That's all they're doing. Now you give my balls a good tuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. that what that says is that <laughs> Shelly has had previous tucks. <laughs> that didn't take. <laughs> Right, she knows the difference between a good tuck and a bad tuck. If that's a bad, if what he's got now is a bad tuck, that means he's had tucks. How many tucks? <laughs> Maybe how many tucks would a Chelly tuck tuck if a Chelly tuck could tuck tucks? <laughs> that's a, that's the eternal question, right? I that mean, is we the don't, question. We don't yeah. Really know. <laughs> yeah, what is he? Three, four tucks in. <laughs> I mean, or does he only tuck for like special occasions? You know, like a normal day, he's not tucking at all. So you're then, saying it's not a procedure. <laughs> it's it's just a thing you do to him. <laughs> is That's that, right. Is that yeah, right? But this is not plastic surgery. It's okay, not like all a, right. Fair enough. It's not like enough. a tummy tuck. I got you. It's just like, you know, it could be um, just however you get the... <laughs> well, I think the answer here then is is um, is we need to go medical tuck on Shelly. Do we? Yeah, the daily do it your DIY tucks aren't doing it. <laughs> he needs he needs some stitching and some sewing, <laughs> some some cutting and some shrinking, stitching, some stretching, and sewing, and tucking, <laughs> and drooping. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I I think it, what he's talking about though is just uh, you know, he just wants to be tucked up in like a pair of pantyhose right, or something right, so that right, you can't right. tell. Silence of the lamb style. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's just tucking them back there. There you go. Got it. There you go. Got it. But the 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 thought and image of that alone is enough to stop Glenister's heart again. Yeah, m- me too. <laughs> <laughs> can't blame him. But Shelley pleads with him, please, I've got to eat Glenister. Right. And then Glenister relents. You know, we don't have much time. We got a lot of work ahead of us. So pick up your balls and follow me. Shelly's very relieved, happy about this. Says, oh, thanks, Bob. You won't regret it. And Glenister already regrets it and has to give himself a... He does a, already regret it. A lot like me. <laughs> has to give himself a little shot. <laughs> a, a little juice up before he goes to get to work on Shelly. Yeah, just punching. So. He's just punching it up. That's right. <laughs> just let me... Uh, just make it, give me a quick little jolt here. That's right. It's like a cup of coffee. Like that's a, right. It's like a five For hour. For him, it is. It's like a five hour energy. That's all. There's <laughs> a quick hit from the defibrillator. Good to go. Oh, I love it. And uh, and that was the end of that thing. That's great work. <laughs> that is great work. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was fun. <laughs> Pick up your balls and follow me. <laughs> it was a little nauseating. Uh, but yeah, but a good time was had. Oh, beautiful! And we we assume that Glenister is gonna gonna go ahead and help Shelley become Grace, right? He's gonna help the transformation along. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna cause. It seems like he's gonna be the one who's gonna make it happen. Shelley's just gonna be the subject of the artist, right? He's gonna be the the one who the work is done to. For sure. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, there's a very like uh, Henry Higgins and uh, Eliza Doolittle sort of thing going on here, you know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But it's nice of Glenister. You're right to 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 try to help Shelley out of this jam. Right. Yeah. I mean, because you know, when you're fighting against a lead whacker, you need a you know you need a leg up. Yeah. 
Or both legs up. <laughs> <laughs> if Danny likes what he sees. <laughs> <laughs> and how could he not? I mean, right, we'll, exactly. Well, we'll find out, I guess. I guess we will. Some point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I guess Shelley's going through with it. I mean, he's going to go to Danny's uh, dressed as Grace, it seems like. That's the plan. Yeah, well, he's got to make the sale. He really does need to. He's up against the lead whacker, baby. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, and you got to pull out all the stops. <laughs> That's right. You got to tuck back all the phallus <laughs> and pull out all the stops. That's right. It's like I always say. <laughs> You do say that a lot. I do. I'm actually. always saying yeah, that. You do say that. Yeah, more than I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of that. Um, you, do you have any other any other tidbits you want to talk about? I mean, no. I'm j- I'm just curious to see where this is headed. Well, aren't we all? Uh, well, all right. Yeah, but you know, you don't have to criticize me for <laughs> it. So I'm just I'm like everybody else. <laughs> I just want to know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. It's ironic that lately we've been talking about like ending, and we are going to end the podcast at some point, right? But uh, ironically, we've, we, we, we're, we're having like our best um, month <laughs> making ever <laughs> in the history of the podcast in terms of listening, like how many people are listening right now. So uh, I think that's pretty ironic. It's kind of like we were like, yeah, we're going to stop doing this. And people are like, oh, good. <laughs> Yeah, everybody. Well, let me let me get a few of these in before they go out. I'm right. happy to happy to have them go. Right. There's let me listen to see if there's any way I can help them get out quicker. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but but thank you everyone for for pumping us up so much because uh, yeah, it's you know, great. It is great. I mean, it's you know, it makes me happy. That's for sure. Can I say I looked up the quote? I looked up the speech that Colonel Frank Slade. Uh, speech. Oh, the big ones, little ones speech. That's that's right, Bill. The big ones, little ones speech. <laughs> yeah. That's what they. That's how they referred to it on set. Because <laughs> in that movie, he's he has a lot of speeches. There's long ones, brief ones, <laughs> dramatic ones. You now know, you know you know you're talking about top five favorite movie for me of all time. I right? know. Yeah. Why? I'm not making fun of it. I, I just. Well, I, it's, it seems like maybe you were borderline. <laughs> It's just that thing, that big ones, little ones thing stuck in my like head. Like maybe you were going to go, extraneous ones. <laughs> and there may have been one or two of those. <laughs> but you got to let Al flex a little bit, you know? Oh, for sure, yeah. He was so good. That's right. But I just want to, he does, he starts the big ones, little ones portion of the monologue by saying, tits, hoo <laughs> Big ones, little ones, nipples staring right out at you. Like little searchlights. <laughs> and then he says, I'll just, I'll wrap up with this one. He says of legs, I don't care if they're Greek columns or secondhand Steinways. What's between them? Passport to heaven. <laughs> and at that point, you could see Charlie being a little like, <laughs> Frank, this is a little uncomfortable. <laughs> You're literally objectifying. <laughs> What's the? Can I ask you? What's the lead in line? Like, what's his cue for going tits? Uh, right, right Is before like, tits, he sir, said he said sir, some other like things s- about hair and okay, lips. I thought maybe it was. I thought maybe the stewardess would come by and be like, "Sir, would you like some coffee?" <laughs> well, that's exactly what happens. So oh, the really? stewardess goes by and he says, "Oh, but I can still smell her." And then he goes, "Women, <laughs> what can you say?" <laughs> 
<laughs> and then he says, who made him? <laughs> God must have been a fucking genius. <laughs> and then he goes into the hair and the lips and the tits and the whole deal. Wow. Yeah. Who made him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, it's crazy, right? That is crazy. I love yeah. that though. That's hilarious. He he really gets around on the whole like the it reminds me of the big ass speech from uh from Heat too. You know what right. I mean? He's like Yeah. You know, Famously improvised, apparently. Oh, is that right? It's what everyone on the internet will tell you. Sure, sure. Yeah. I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> but the reactions in the scene do seem to suggest that maybe they were not expecting him to say big ass, at least in the way that he said it. <laughs> That's, <right. laughs> That's true. They're looking around like, are, is this a coffee break? Yeah, are we? Is he? We're not. He's just fucking around, right? We're not still rolling, are we? Michael, man, you're not going to use that, are you? (laughs) Oh yes, oh yes, I am. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great speech, though. This was a great last episode. (laughs) (laughs) It can't be over yet. I'm so glad we were able to wrap up with this one. I'll give you two reasons why it can't be over yet. All right. One, we don't have anything else that we know. <laughs> give me, could you give me a big one <laughs> and a little one? I'll try. I'll try. A little one. We haven't wrapped up the story yet. That's, that's, that's the little one. Yeah. And the big one is we don't have, we don't know what we're going to do next. Oh, uh, like, so. quit saying that one. Why? That's the little one, if you ask me. That's the little one? That's the little one. Because you like to just turn on the microphones and just go. And then yeah. we'll figure out what the yeah. show is later. Well, f- exactly. Well, that's, that's what we did with this one. We didn't have segments. We didn't know what any of it was. Right. We just went in. We did. But we had a thing. We had something to hang our hats on. We had a little bit of a thing. It was barely a thing. <laughs> it's hardly a thing. <laughs> we had ganache on the Sennheiser. That's right. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but okay. Those are two, thi- two valid points. Two valid points. I'm not going to press it. I'm just saying great last episode. <laughs> what, let's celebrate it. Okay. We're done doing it. Woo, let's celebrate yes. it. <laughs> That was awesome. It was. It was great. Thank you, everyone, for coming along on that ride with us, that wild, crazy, up and down, back and forth, in and out ride. Big one, little one ride. (laughs) It's the best ride. Best ride ever. Yeah, so we are going to wrap this up, but we'll be back with more next week. Yeah, that's right. um, and until until this like it's it at this point it's like it's it needs uh, uh, some resuscitation. <laughs> I think it's it's whimpering towards the finish line. <laughs> We're like on hospice care right now. This <laughs> podcast is what's happening. You That's know? absolutely right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's true. So yeah, we'll say goodbye, say our goodbyes, and then it'll be over. Yeah, and then we'll be back with something new. We will That's be right. reborn. Yeah, that'll be fun. Like like a phoenix with with chocolate on their microphones <laughs> rising from the ashes. <laughs> totally, right? Delicious too. <laughs> mm, mm. Phoenix, <laughs> love fried phoenix. <laughs> you can't fry a phoenix; they literally rise from the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> we could try. I mean, uh, <laughs> not worth, worth well, trying. it's been tried. If there's something to be fried. Humanity has tried to fry it. That's true. That much I know. That's absolutely right. Right? Yeah, totally. If you're boiling chloroform or frying a phoenix, (laughs) we love you. That's right. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. 
Hate it, love it, tell us to shove it What would David make?